You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. Joining us this week is Ethan Lane. Ethan is NCBA's Vice President of Government Affairs. Ethan, thanks for joining us. Great to be with you, Ed. Well, it's been a busy week for NCBA. We seem to have a lot of those <laughs> this uh, this time of year and really the last few years. It's just one thing after another. Um, on Monday morning, our president, Jennifer Houston, was in New York for a Wall Street Journal Global Food Forum where she uh, appeared before hundreds of food executives from around the country, around the world, I think, um, to discuss uh, our position and, and the labeling issues and the regulatory issues facing uh, some of the plant-based f- fake meat products out there. Um, she immediately made a hightailed it after that event down to D.C., um, where on Monday evening she appeared at a White House event with uh, President Trump where he actually signed uh, a, a new trade deal with Japan that'll give us uh, better access to our top export market. I think we covered that in last week's uh, podcast with Kent Backus. And then on Wednesday, um, we had two NCBA members and, and public lands ranchers uh, appear at the White House for uh, the signing of a couple of executive orders with the president. Um, uh, J.J. Goikachia from Nevada uh, was there, and Kevin Lunny um, from Point Reyes, California, was there. He He actually had uh, government overreach cause him to close uh, a business. He's a third-generation rancher, but he had an oyster business down there. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that, Ethan, about the the executive orders that were signed? We don't need to go into too much detail, but it would basically provide some transparency and additional fairness in uh, civil administrative enforcement uh, proceedings with the federal government. Oh, you bet. And, and you know, it, it has been <laughs> it's been quite a week uh, amongst uh, a, a long series of weeks. Um, this one in particular, uh, you know, has has been a lot of fun because we have had a lot of high level interaction and, and, and high profile uh, uh, engagement with 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 folks across uh, the spectrum on a lot of our issues. I mean, starting the week, as Jennifer did up in up in New York, um, gave her access to some audiences that um, we're really trying to engage with to help them understand some of the concerns we have with with those labeling issues. I mean, she was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Um, you know, that's 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 a uh, that's an incredibly important uh, conversation for her to be leading on. And then to come right into those those White House events. You know, it's funny that the one on on Monday, the 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 signing is something that we've been anticipating and, and looking forward to. Um, but you know, with this administration and and this this uh, this president, things move quickly. And uh, we were just getting notification about the time I was over at the White House with Jennifer that uh, some of our members reached out and said, "Hey, we, the White House is asking us, you know, if we can be there in the next 24 hours for this for this next event." Um, so it, it it speaks to the speed with which I think this White House is trying to move. Um, to, to make sure they get some wins on the board and show uh, producers around the country and, and, and voters around the country that um, they're, they're trying to deliver on those promises that were made during the, uh, during the election. Um, I think these executive orders are, are an extension of that. Uh, you know, the, the folks from our world that were invited were invited because um, they've, they've been victim of, of bad federal processes over the years. And, um, you know, signing some executive orders to direct agency personnel to really prioritize transparency and focus on a process that's as easy to navigate for a uh, as a, a rancher as it is for these professional environmental litigants um, is something we're always going to applaud and 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 encourage so uh, we were excited to uh, to hear that uh, our members out on the ground are, are engaged enough in these issues that uh, that the White House knew uh, that that's who they wanted in the room for for an event like this and uh, as a, a good 
good cherry on top of an already really productive week. Right. And just let's broaden it out a little bit because it seems like, you know, administrations come and go. And when it seems a Republican administration, there seems to be more of an effort. I used to work over at the Labor Department in the in the Bush 43 years. Um, and there was a big effort on what we called compliance assistance. So instead of an OSHA inspector coming in and just trying to play gotcha like a traffic cop sitting behind a billboard at the bottom of a hill with a radar gun, they come in and they do inspections and, and they work with uh, businesses, you know, to try to make sure that they understand the rules and that they are able to comply with them. It's not a, an endless game of gotcha. Other administrations come in and are much more heavily on the on the enforcement side. Um, and this this these executive orders seem to uh, be back towards sort of the compliance assistance. Like, let's not just play gotcha and try to shut you down. Can you just talk about that? I know, you know, the, uh, our, our producers um, deal with the federal government uh, in a lot of different circumstances. Um, just talk about the need for uh, Washington to be more of a partner, I guess, and, and what this administration is doing on that. Well, the the, the Lunnies um, that were in, in attendance on Wednesday are a great example of that. You know, they, they owned, um, they still own and operate a cattle operation out on Point Reyes National Seashore. They used to own an oyster farm as well that was pretty high profile called the Drake's Bay Oyster Company. Um, and about, uh, oh gosh, it's been 14 years ago, I think now, they started into this uh, environmental review process uh, at the behest of the environmental community that wanted to push them out after 80 years in business. Um, that resulted in eight years and I believe about $15 million spent total on the process. A lot of pro bono legal work um, by a lot of different folks went into that. Trade associations and the NCBA and PLC and other groups um, throughout the years were involved. And that culminated in 2014 with them being removed from the from the seashore um, and, and, you know, really without any documented issues that that should have led to that you know that was that's a balanced ecosystem with ongoing agricultural operations and what we saw in that was every flaw in the NEPA process that we worry about for ranchers across the country that have to deal with that whether you're operating a feedlot whether you're a, a permittee uh, grazing on on public lands in the west uh, anywhere where the federal government and that environmental review process or any of their processes come into play you're dealing with experts who run this playbook day in and day out and as a rancher operating your business um, you that you then have to become a subject matter expert in federal compliance at a very rapid pace so if you have federal agencies that are engaged in those processes that are using their their knowledge of the home court um, to to achieve a predetermined result to restrict what you're doing um, that's not fair and and that's not how these processes are supposed to work that's not what was intended when they were created um, so I think this is a nod towards balancing that scale and making sure that we're getting back to the original intent you know we spend a lot of time talking about NEPA NEPA is an unavoidable piece of the conversation they had earlier this week um, and and you know trying to make sure that these past abuses that we saw lined up behind the president earlier this week um, aren't aren't repeated moving forward. Let's let's set some better rules for engagement and let's make sure that uh, people don't feel like the deck is stacked against them. All right. And then uh, one final thing I just want to touch on. Astute listeners may have noticed that you had a new title when I introduced you at the beginning of this podcast. You're now the VP of Government Affairs, Colin Woodall, of course, um, uh, who held that position running the D.C. office here, um, has been elevated to CEO. You have uh, some pretty big boots to fill um, uh, in the office. But what 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 does this mean? I, I asked this both selfishly as somebody who works in the D.C. office, um, but also for NCBA members and folks in our community. Um, where do you see the D.C. office headed in the next uh, few years under under your leadership here? Well, look, I'm I'm 
really honored to be allowed to to have this opportunity to take over what I view as the best operation in Washington. Um, Colin has done uh, uh, irreplaceable work in making this office what it is today. I think that's reflected in, in this industry's um, excitement about him taking on his new role as CEO. So I think my biggest challenge now is just not to screw it up. Um, honestly, I, I mean, we, we, we have a great office culture here in DC. I, I spend a lot of time talking about the fact that if you really wanna know what NCBA does for this industry and PLC as well, Come sit in our Monday morning staff meeting. There is nothing like it in Washington. Um, it, it's it's it is the most comprehensive, in-depth policy discussion you will get, and we do it every Monday morning. So my my goal is to make sure we we further that and continue that, and and make sure that that environment continues to exist because that's what's going to allow us to provide this this important work that we do for cattle producers across the country um, across such a huge range of issues. I've spent the last week meeting with every member of the staff here, people I've worked with for years, obviously, already, but, you know, in a different context. And um, I, I'm once again blown away by the work that everyone in this office does. Um, you know, <laughs> hours hours of this week have been spent on the, the the nuance of everybody's individual policy portfolios, and it just it just leaves you with a feeling of awe that that the that this staff has the dedication that they do, and that's a testament to Colin's leadership. So, um, yeah, really and truly, my my biggest challenge is just to try to maintain what what he's built and and keep putting W's on the board. Um, you know, the Nats are in the uh, second round of the playoffs for the first time in recorded history. So. Are you already taking a, you're taking credit for that? You've been in here for like a week and a half. And, hey, and you know, I mean, timing is everything, right? But uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's a good omen of things to come. We're going to keep putting W's on the board. Um, we're going to we're going to we're going to continue to run the playbook that we know works around here. Um, so so no, Ed, I, I don't think you need to fear <laughs> as, a, as a, a, an employee in the D.C. office that uh, anything will be going off the rails anytime soon. Um, uh, this is this is an incredible operation. And, and I'm uh, just as honored as I could be to be in the role that I'm in now. All right. Well, as a Nats fan, it's very excited about uh, the Nats advancing this year. Um, if you had anything to do with it, thank you a thousand times over and keep it going. Absolutely. None whatsoever other than just wearing my Nats hat. Okay. We'll take it. All right. Ethan Lane, congratulations. Best of luck. And thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, Ed. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Check us out online at policy.ncba.org and follow us on Twitter at, at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.